Welcome to the Building Heroes Podcast, where we learn to build heroes in our homes to help our kids be prepared for their life journeys. Hi, I'm your host, Molly Christensen, and I love to encourage and mentor you on your path. Everyone, welcome to episode podcast number 78. So it's April now, school year's wrapping up, and I'm just wondering, anyone else feeling really tired? Now, if you've ever run in a race, you know that when you see that finish line, it gives you just a little extra motivation to keep on going. And then when you see the crowds there cheering for you, sometimes you can even get a little extra juice and you can swear a little faster and just cross that finish line extra well, right? So I was thinking about this as an analogy for homeschool at this time of year. And you know what? I kind of don't think it really applies at all. So not only do we have this whole, you know, homeschool is a lifestyle thing, so we're doing it all the time, so there's not like really a definitive finish line, but we definitely don't have the crowds cheering us on. Like, you know, the kids are whining and complaining and wanting to be done and not do anything, and they're not like going, yeah, mom, we can do this. They're, They're not doing that, you know? And no one else is around saying, go homeschool, mom, you can do this. Just, it's not happening. And in fact, I kind of think this time of year, (laughs) we're getting out of those winter doldrums of the unmotivated February, and we just want to finish up strong. But instead, we're just tired. We want to go outside. We probably should do that. (laughs) But in a way, it kind of feels like the batteries are dead. So... In this podcast, let's talk about what to do when you feel out of juice and no energy and emotionally drained and you just don't want to do it anymore. And this can happen any time of the year. It just so happens to be April right now. So we're going to talk about what to do, but but even more importantly, we're going to talk about how to prevent that. Okay, so... So hopefully, as you take on what you learned from this today, you're going to feel more power in your life to be able to keep going and feel good and feel energetic. About 10 years ago, I had this time when I had my car battery. It kept dying. Um. And of course, you know, I'm always in a hurry. So I'd go out and hop in the car and put the can in ignition, turn it on, and yeah, dead. (laughs) So I would keep having to get my car jumped. And you would think that I would have done something about this, but I kept forgetting and it kept happening. And so I just kept dealing with it. Now, after a few weeks of this, now remember I said this was 10 years ago. (laughs) <laughs> I, I noticed that my cordless home phone, see that that's like ancient, right? <laughs> they were having a hard time, those phones holding their battery charge. And so the handsets were usually dead, even when we actually found them to go put them back in their base. And then my cell phone battery was not holding a charge to last the whole day. I would have to charge it you know, by three or four in the afternoon, I wasn't using it that much. And then if that weren't enough, I had purchased one of those big 
for you know AA battery packs at Costco. And like within a month, they were almost all gone. I'm like, what? Where did they all go? You know, apparently the kids were having this dead battery problem too. So I was having this crazy dead battery battery problem in my life. But I hadn't really noticed it until one night I was on this date night with my husband and I had mentioned to him this problem with the car battery. I was finally remembering to bring it up with him. And then while I was at it, I, I was like, oh yeah, my cell phone battery keeps dying too. It doesn't hold a charge. And then I made this connection to all these other battery issues going on. And I was like, that's a lot of battery problems, isn't it? And so jokingly, he says to me, well, I don't know, maybe it's you. And of course, I'm like, no, it's not me. How could those battery issues all be me? You know, of course, that's just a coincidence, right? Or was it? <laughs> so the next day, I started thinking seriously about what he said. Could it be me? You know, could it be me causing this in my life? No, of course not. That's too weird. But then I started thinking about patterns. I love thinking about patterns. Patterns are super awesome things. And our brains love patterns, okay? But most of us don't really take the time to notice them. We're too busy to notice patterns. Um, but patterns are everywhere. You know, they're all over in nature. Maybe you've heard of the Fibonacci numbers, which is an incredibly cool sequence of numbers that go 0, 1, 1, 2, 3, 5, 8, 13, and so on. That doesn't sound that cool when I put it like that, but the pattern of that is found in, in, um, in nature, in petals, in the spirals of pine cones. And if you haven't heard of it, go on YouTube or Google it, uh, Fibonacci numbers in nature's, in, not nature's, just nature, because it is super cool. Okay. Um, and then some other patterns, right? We have patterns in the form of governmental systems where some systems lead to more freedom and others don't. We have patterns in human behavior, um, like there's a pride cycle where you know, the people are obedient, but then they become abundant because they're following the laws that, of abundance. But then because they have abundance, they get proud and then they fall and the way out is to become obedient again. That's a cool pattern. You know, I could keep going on giving examples of patterns, but that should be good for now. But why are patterns so important? Of course, the other pattern too is the hero's journey, right? Because I'm always talking about that one. But why are the patterns so important? It's because when we can recognize the patterns, it's not just cool and our, it's not just that our brains love them. It's because when there's a pattern, it makes things predictable. It means you're going to know what's going to happen next. And patterns also bring order to life. And our brains are programmed to desire order and patterns. So when I do recognize patterns in my own life, I can get more order in my own life because now my life is more predictable because there's a pattern, right? And if it's a pattern I don't like, I can change it. So that got my attention when I started thinking about it like that. Could all these dead batteries be a pattern in my life that I should maybe be paying attention to? Could these things that are happening around me be trying to get my attention? <laughs> Am I not paying attention? Hmm, could be, because I'm so busy doing all the things, right? 
So as I pondered on this, I just had this uh, thought come to my mind. Yeah, this is kind of a reflection of something going on in my life. So I asked, where are the dead batteries in my life? Symbolically or metaphorically, right? Now, uh, one thing that took me a really long time to learn as a mom was that I needed to take care of myself too. But I just had such a hard time putting myself on the priority list because there's just so many needs all around you, right? And, and that's just what it felt like. And it seemed really selfish to me too because I'm thinking, you got time for that when you got babies, toddlers, kids, husbands, house to take care of, food to make, children to train, discipline, chauffeur, and homeschool and work and all the things. And so when people were talking about, you know, you got to have self-care or whatever, I would picture that it meant that I'd have to go out and get my nails done or get a babysitter or something go shopping. And I think, oh, I can't do that. I don't have money for that. I got to spend money on this for that kid. And I can't do anything for myself. And I just don't have time for this. So instead of doing things like that, I would just stay up late, work on the projects that interested me, or I'd read a book, or I would ignore the dishes, you know, and I thought that I was taking care of myself. But maybe that was actually selfish. <laughs> you know, going out shopping or getting your hair done or whatever. That, that's not, not bad things, but it's just not what it means to take care of yourself. And I didn't understand that. And, and it's not that you can't do those things. It's just not really what we need to prioritize for ourselves for self-care. So what moms really need is a way to power up consistently, to have that energy to operate well throughout the day. And when we don't, we experience that dead battery feeling. We feel drained, like we need to recharge, like we're running on empty. It's like, I am so good at charging my phone every single night, but am I so good at recharging me every single day? Hmm. So when I realized that, I was like, huh, interesting. Now, if I don't charge my phone every day, the battery's going to die really fast. And then the phone's not going to be so useful. And it's the same thing with us. If I'm not going to charge myself every day, whether I feel like it or not, um, I'm not gonna be as useful to other people. And that's no good. Now, um, some toys will say on the packaging, batteries not included. I was thinking about this as humans, we do have the battery included in us. We do have that power and we have a source from which to recharge our batteries too. So as we think of ourselves as rechargeable batteries, that really kind of helps with this whole metaphor, okay? We can't just save all of our energy. It's like, you know, I guess we could try laying around to consume all our energy, but that's not really gonna work, right? Because the energy is just gonna dissipate. Or maybe worse, you know, you've probably opened up a battery case that's been sitting around for a while and it's exploded, okay? So it, it doesn't make sense that we um, just try to save all of our energy. We, we have to use our energy for the good of others. That's what it's there for. And then we've got to recharge ourselves regularly. We are not like the Energizer Bunny that can just keep going, going, going without recharging. And plus that's a commercial, it's not even true. Um, so how do we really power up? 
how do we get that energy that we need to be at our best? So it doesn't mean that we're feeding our selfish desires. I don't know that that's always conveyed to moms, you know? And like I said, I'm, I'm not saying we can't ever indulge ourselves or have fun with the activities, but what I'm saying is that most of these things that we think maybe are self-care have nothing to do with self-care. It's more about powering up that has everything to do with getting touch in touch with who you really are. Now, all humans have this amazing greatness inside. And when we remember that, it really empowers us. That's a huge thing. When we make this conscious effort to turn inward, develop a relationship with a higher power or God, um, that's the only time that we can see ourselves really clearly. And then when we can accept ourselves for who we are, it's then and only then that we can actually give ourselves what we need without self-judgment. So I broke this down into three parts for self-care of what we can do to recharge. Number one is we need to do things every single day to help us remember our greatness every day. And what I mean by greatness is that we have so much potential to do good in this world to help other people. I'm not talking about doing whatever you feel like. I'm talking about that we are valuable human beings and that we can contribute so much to those around us. And we do that as moms all, a lot, you know, but sometimes we forget who we are and it gets tiring. So when I do things every day that help me remember who I am, that gives me power to keep going. When I can understand that even though I'm making mistakes, I'm still valuable then, and when I can understand that I'm on a journey, you know, where those mistakes are going to happen, but I'm still moving forward. Um, that's so empowering to me because then I can give myself a break and I can give the people around me a break too. So when I focus on daily giving myself reminders of who I really am, seeing my weaknesses and being okay with it and trying to improve instead of beating myself up, that's when I can really share my love and energy with others. So some of those things that um, can help you remember that and stand in that place of power is prayer and, or meditation, writing in a journal, um, reading uplifting books or and putting the good stuff into my brain to help remember that and reading and listening to good books and scripture and also um, being aware of what thoughts are going on mine and making sure that the good thoughts I'm putting in there like affirmations. Um, so the next thing for powering up is that we are more powered when we choose to perform the actions that we know we should do. And this is really connected to the hero's journey. So I'm always talking about that, where you get these calls to action. And usually the calls to action are very uncomfortable and you may not want to do them, or you have lots of reasons why you shouldn't. But when they are good things, good calls to action, then we should choose to act on them if we want to feel more empowered. It is an amazing feeling to be able to choose the actions you want to take in your life and that you know are the right actions to take. And 
it has a lot of power to your life when you live in integrity to doing what you say you're going to do. And this isn't easy. That's why most of us don't do this. And none of us does this perfectly either. So this is why I think, uh, I don't know, a branch of self-care should really include a, a system of progress and becoming better. And that's why I make goals that I can work on to improve myself, to become better. So maybe I need to build up a relationship with a child or something. I can ponder to know what I can do. I can get a, I can journal about it and talk to them and do the research. But at some point, I need to listen to that call to action that comes in because maybe there'll be something that I want to do, but maybe the real call to action is that I need to take the child out on a date and maybe I didn't want to, you know? So when I decide to do that and choose to do that, um, no one's making me, but you can choose that. Then you feel really empowered because you took control of what you can control and you do what you say you're going to do. If you don't do what you say you're going to do, you're going to feel a decrease in energy and then you're probably going to beat yourself up and feel like a terrible mother. Now, we're never going to do this perfectly. Okay, there's a lot of things, and, and sometimes we're going to be really careful about what we're saying we're going to do, but it really just starts with your commitments to yourself first and doing what you say you're going to do for you first. Um, the word empowering actually just means um, make someone stronger and more confident, especially in controlling their life and claiming their rights. So what better control could you have of your own life than to control it by doing what you say you will? Okay, the third aspect here is to take care of this physical body, okay? You're going to feel a lot more power and energy when you get enough sleep, eat good foods, and exercise. And we all know this one, okay? And that's probably more of what people think of when they say self-care, right? Because you've all felt the power when you dressed and acted the part. Um, if you stay in your pajamas till 2 p.m. and you don't bother brushing your teeth or your hair, you're, and you stayed up half the night, you're, you're going to feel tired and you're not going to feel um, the power that you could have because of the choices you made, right? Um, so I'm talking about taking care of your physical body and now that can go too far too. We, we wanna make sure we take care of the basics, but sometimes, and this isn't usually a problem for homeschool moms, sometimes we can get too focused on our outside appearance and we can spend too much time and too much money. And if we're spending too much energy on the outside, we might be neglecting the inside too. So we're not obsessing about our bodies, but we're not ignoring them either. And we're listening to our bodies and about what they need. Um, even if your body is saying, uh, you know, I don't want to exercise. <laughs> I, I need to sit on the couch. We know that's not quite right either because our bodies do like to be comfortable, but at the same time, our bodies are going to run much better if we put a little stress on them and exercise. Um, so I'm not saying that you can't ever reward yourself or that getting a haircut and a color would be a bad thing or anything like that. Um, those things can definitely be empowering too. You can use them as rewards or, or 
you can use them as relationship builders, but they're not like at the crux of self-care either, unless maybe it is. It just kind of depends on the situation that you're in. The biggest thing is, is being intentional about them instead of using watching a movie as a numbing device, you know? Um, so we can schedule in times to play or relax or doing those things when we want to, but it's not going to power you up as much as some of these other things will power you up, like spending time in meditation or prayer or exercising. So if we focus on knowing what we're thinking on the inside in our brain, that's what's going to allow us to be unselfish. Because if we're just doing this because we want to look good in other people's eyes or whatever, that probably would be selfish. But if we're doing this so that we can truly give ourselves, then that's not selfish. That's self-care. So um, to recharge our batteries, we'll review this quickly. There's three things. And number one is to do some things that are going to help you remember who you are. And that's really connecting to your source of power, which is our higher power. And if you don't have a higher power, then find one. And for many people, it's God. For other people, it's nature. It's something that's bigger than you. Number two is um, to do things that help us connect with ourselves by doing what we say we will and listening to those call to actions and acting. And number three is taking care of our physical body. And the interesting thing about that one is that you can actually raise your power level anytime during the day by just getting up and moving. I don't know about you, but like this morning I was sitting reading a book to my kids and I was getting so sleepy. I was like, I don't even know if my words are making sense. <laughs> you know, I don't know if you've gotten this before where you start reading the sentence and you're like, well, you know, it kind of slows down with the record player and the kids are like, mom, <laughs> well, all you have to do is get up. And sometimes I literally walk around the room while I'm reading around to keep myself awake. <laughs> right? If you want more energy, just get up and move. Um, so in this podcast today, we've been talking about why it's important to have that self-care of power up. And, you know, like I said, initially you kind of just think it's, it's so you can feel good and take care of the immediate things around you, which is true. But what you don't see is that as you start making a practice of powering up and having that self-care and doing those three things, something else really amazing happens. Because when you turn to these things, the way I've described, it empowers you to be able to connect more with others and serve others. You be, actually become less selfish. And then you begin to become more of an influence to more people around you. And as mo homeschool moms, we have such great desires to do good things. We want to serve our kids. We want to do these great things, but we don't have energy to and so we, we keep thinking, well, if I just give a little more, I give a little more, it's going to change everything. And then I'll be able to serve the way I want to. But it doesn't work that way. It's kind of a paradox because first we have to take care of ourselves and power up ourselves so that we can give that to them. And it shifts and it becomes better. And then we can do all these great things. So um, 
There's a quote by Albert Einstein. He said this in 1950. He said, a human being is a part of the whole, called by us universe, a part limited in time and space. He experiences himself with thoughts and feelings as something separate from the rest, a kind of optical delusion of his consciousness. It's an optical delusion, not illusion, right? This delusion is a kind of prison for us, restricting us to our own personal desires and to affection to the few persons nearest us. Our task must be to free ourselves from widening our circle of compassion to embrace all living creatures and the whole of nature and its beauty. Nobody is able to achieve this completely, but the striving for such achievement is in itself part of a liberation and the foundation for inner security. So he's saying, you know, usually we're just kind of stuck in our heads, really. But as we become more aware of how we can take care of ourselves and what the thoughts are that are stopping us, we can start broadening that circle of influence and helping other people more and more. So what we begin to do when we power up is that we start to get out of that optical delusion of ourselves. You know, don't you love when we put that? If we can start to see ourselves more clearly, and thus we can break free of that prison that it's put us in, that prison that tells us we don't have time. Now, when we do that, we can widen the circle of compassion to others. Of course, I, you know, mentioned too that no one can ever achieve this perfectly or completely, but the journey to expanding is what is freeing. And the way we do that is we power up. And as we keep powering up, we increase that amount of power in our life and um, in ourselves so that we can love people more. So what batteries were dead in my life? I have a pretty good solid morning power up. So I thought, how could my batteries be dead? But what I realized was that I was doing great for where I had started with that, and this was 10 years ago, and now it was time for me to level up. I had moved to a higher level where I was helping more people and expanding that circle, and now I needed more power and energy to keep it up. And as I pondered it, I realized that, yeah, I do know what I need to do. I do know what I need to add to my routine to get more power. So I added that and I did see an increase in my energy. And I also noticed that I started making more connections with other people and new opportunities came into my life. And that is a super cool pattern to notice too, because as soon as you start to power up, you have more energy and you're gonna have more blessings and good things come into your life. But then at some point, you are going to start to experience some frustration. And that frustration isn't because you're doing it wrong. It's because you've just gotten too comfortable at that level. And when those patterns start coming in, you're like, oh, it's time to level up. And I did end up taking care of the battery top problems around me. I purchased new cordless phones, which are no longer new because that was 10 years ago. Uh, with new batteries. I got new batteries from Costco. I got a new cell phone battery. Um, I took my car battery into the place that I'd purchased it from. It turned out it was still under warranty and I was able to get a whole new battery full of power and I charged it my wife. And now fast forward 10 years later to today, 
I am way better at recharging my batteries than I was 10 years ago, which is awesome. But recently, I have been noticing I've been having dead batteries again. <laughs> so what does that mean? It means it's time for me to level up and to look and say, okay, what do I need to do now to recharge? What do I need to do to get more power in my life so I can have more people? So that is good to remember is to notice those patterns in your life. Pay attention to the frustration. That's just a signal to change. It's time to level up. And then you power up and do those things to help you remember who you really are, that you are here for good. Then act on those things you know you should be doing. Listen to those calls to action and do them. And then take good care of your physical body so you feel like doing it. So um, then after that, you know, just keep noticing when you need to go to the next level on taking self-care or doing the self-care things for you. There's a good quote by Zig Ziglar. He says, people often say that motivation doesn't last. Well, neither does bathing. That's why we recommend it daily. And that's what we're doing when we're practicing that self-care. We're powering up. We're getting that daily dose of motivation, that power to keep going. So as you do these things, you're going to experience much more joy and happiness and a lot more energy in your life, too. You might still be a little tired. I mean, yeah, kids up at night, that does that to you. But you're going to feel a lot more energy. Now, this isn't always so easy to get around to, but it is so, so worth it. And, you know, one thing that I thought of when I was creating my um, We Are Buildings, let's see, We Are Not Buildings, We Are Building Heroes Facebook group is that I want a place where homeschool moms have a crowd cheering them on, keep them going. And that is one reason why I started that group. So come on over and join us and we will cheer you on. And if you want to learn more about this concept, make sure you check out my book on Amazon. I think you'll really enjoy it. It's called How to Get Everything Important Done, Homeschool and Clean House and Stay Sane. Now, you are amazing. Go power up. Start practicing those power-up actions and share your amazing stuff with others. And have an amazing day. Thanks for listening to the Building Heroes podcast. Can you help more people join the Building Heroes movement by sharing this podcast? More people can find it when you subscribe to the show, rate it, and leave a review. For more help on Building Heroes in your home, get the free Building Heroes resources at www.buildingheroesacademy.com.